morning again on this Wednesday, March 27th, 2019. That is awesomely using uh, this season of my life to wake me back up. Uh, falling asleep to the contentment of the uh, world, contentment of world's things, the flesh, to focus too much on making money for self uh, instead on serving God wherever he places me. That is a uh, stronghold that unfortunately uh, Satan has allowed many very deceived brothers and sisters especially leaders to put people on uh, to get us to focus on the external fleshly instead of on Jesus Christ. Uh, that's just part of the enemy's attempt to uh, steal, kill, and destroy uh, God's creations. Uh, back on February 19th, 2018, Lord uh, had woken me. Cheer! very uh, fearfully um, with I wasn't sure whether it was a spiritual attack which is always which always comes uh, bringing up fleshly uh, things of the fleshly nature uh, or a little revelation or a warning to I believe it's definitely a warning um, of the slyness and the subtleness of our adversary, Satan. Um, I'm like shaking before the Lord here. I don't know if he's fully given everything to me, but if we look back what occurred uh, in Genesis. We look first of all, Adam and then Eve right behind him in our creation. Things were great. They were trusting fully and dependent fully on Jesus Christ, on God. Uh, and yes, Jesus was there because the word itself attests that in various scriptures. Um, I think, well, Philippians, Galatians, Romans chapter 1. Uh, Jesus is the word, was the word, was with God before the foundation of this world and even the universe all things were created by him in him and through him uh, if we don't have that one basic knowledge that God is and Jesus is and the Holy Spirit is um, then nothing is set right in our life if that's, if that's not the fo foundation based on our faith uh, then that's the plan but in the fall Satan who wanted to be Lucifer who wanted to be God himself uh, rebelled against God's creation. Now Lucifer was an angel of God <laughs> and so was that I think it was fourth of heaven it was a third of heaven. I can't remember I'm tired to him. Um, physically tired uh, spiritually too. Um, he He took a, I think, a fourth of the stars of heaven and the angels, the archangels, the angels of heaven with him that rebelled with him. 
they're being cast out of. There was a war. There was a fight going on heaven. And, of course, he lost. He always loses. He will always lose. Uh, so he says, okay, I'm going to go after God's creation instead. Go try and get it according to the flesh. He's been trying ever since. When he came into the garden, we look at who he went to. Now, remember Eve. Uh, this is not demeaning to, demeaning to any women because God says you men, women, uh, or no, male, yeah, male, female, uh, Jews, non-Jews. We've all brought to the same level in Jesus Christ. We're all brought low, we're all brought down. We all humble ourselves. <laughs> Jesus is reigning and Lord and of overall. He's King of Kings, Lord of Lords. Um... And yes, it's like husbands are to not to rule with an iron fist, obviously. And you know, women are not foreordained to rule over men. They were never set up that by God. The order of creation was God was first and everything. He didn't create Himself. He is, was, is, and always will be eternal being. Period. All things are from Him, by Him, and for Him, not for us. Uh, not for humanity, but for Him. Humanity was even for him um, to love and to be in relationship uh, with him. Uh, Satan, starting in the garden, turned that all around. Uh, and now pointing us toward the human side of us, the fleshy, which is passing away with each new day we wake. Every time we wake up, we die a little bit more. We get a little bit closer to... Our physical death, our earthly death. Um, Perfectly, we never spiritual death. Are they uh, separated from God? But he went after Eve as the weakened one. You know, when he he questioned God's word. That's what he'll always do. He'll always go back at the question, but he'll twist it. He knows God's word, unfortunately, more than many christians do in our own nation maybe even our own house maybe even in churches today but he knows so therefore he knows how to twist it because remember he was with god he was one of the archangels he was one of the lead angels uh he was one of the strong ones that's why it takes both uh, michael and gabriel to usually uh, battle them uh both of them alone are in god's strength so but we see that in daniel uh, why it took over 21 days so long. He had to wait till Michael came and relieved him because he was uh, battling with uh, Lucifer, uh, that angel, the evil angel. But he came after Eve, and then, of course, Eve got the scripture mixed up. I've heard different takes on it, but it never comes with biblical backup, saying, well, Adam didn't teach to his wife the scripture properly. Adam didn't teach the scripture the scripture was still being written. God was the scripture. God created Eve out of Adam's rib by forming it. Didn't take it out of his mind. So didn't take his mind. I even heard a questionable and deceptive teaching that uh, say, well, you know, God gave women uh, the brains and gave uh, you know, men the strength, say, the physical strength of the diocese. That ain't even scriptural. It says God didn't take Eve out of his mind. He took him out of his rib, the center of his being. That's where, that's where we need to uh, to be there. Uh, 
And, but because of that, two things had occurred. He was going against God's order, first and foremost. He said, notice he didn't attack Adam, because Adam was first ordained, and he knew, he knew his instructions. He knew he was to tend the garden out there. Eve was to bet his helper. She went, stepped into, step, was to step into his work. Not to just stay home, cuddle the kids and this and that. That's a cultural, fleshly uh, ministry that didn't necessarily come from God because there's no biblical evidence supporting it. There's no nothing in the Word of God supporting that. They step into to assist them in the work that God called them to do. So therefore, they were both called to work. Um, to tend the garden and tend the uh, have dominion over the the other creations, the animals and whatnot. Uh, but because she somehow been allowed to misunderstand the uh, misunderstand the scriptures, he grabbed a hold of that. When he sees a weakness in us, that's what he's going to lunge after. That's what the enemy always going to... Just like when the lion, if we're out in, say, in Africa or someplace where we see a lion, or even an animal, they say they smell fear. Uh, and again, once... Uh, when they smell fear. That's what the enemy does. When we're not fearing God... And that's a reverential fear. So, God, you're in control. The enemy can't get after us with them. But he's always going to find a weakness because we have a fleshy nature. As Paul spoke from God, um, by what God gave him to speak to us in Romans chapter 7 and 8, um, we now have two natures when we're born again. We still have the old fleshly, Adamic nature. Um, we make based on emotions, based on physical eyesight instead of on the spiritual eyes <laughs> that comes from the uh, that the and that's one awesome thing with uh, the women of God is they're more have the emotional end of it probably the heart end of it you know that kind of keeps us men in check keeps us in line saying calm down <laughs> Remember, there's still an emotional kind of love out there that's in there. Uh, it's just like you don't always have to be the big burly person out there. It's just like still we still fall before God. We still love God with all our heart, soul, strength. And actually, that's still the command. We set the lead. We're not called to follow after men. Aren't called to follow after <laughs> their wives or after women. We're called to follow God first and to take the lead to. Uh, be the lead, to show the lead, um, to be the example, I tell you, to be the first that stands up. When, now Adam obviously was with her because Genesis chapter 3 says so. So obviously, but he was standing silent. Mm-mm, men. Yeah, not to stand silent. When your wife's being attacked and you know that you've figured out, you've discerned, and God's spoken to you and says, Man, go crack that punk. Go get between them and says, Back off. God says we can eat of every any tree but this one. I says, and if God doesn't want us to eat it, we're not eating from it. There's a reason. It's for our safety, not for our destruction. But one, that was his mistake out there because he didn't, he didn't stand up and say to himself, yeah, that's what we have to care. Um, ladies, 
God still gave you his spirit once he saved you. We're talking to believing men and women, obviously. We're not talking otherwise. Uh, <coughs> so so we're, we're not talking unsaved women because they're just caught on their own flesh anyways. Wanting to do their own thing. Wanting to be their own power. Wanting to be this. Wanting to be that. They're, they're, I mean, they're just they're so caught in Satan following him. They're enjoying following him. Because he's blessing them his way. He's blessing them according to the flesh. But any... I'm not sure where that came from. That was for someone needs to hear that, see that. But anyways, um, but you you're still not hold harmless. You're still told. Okay, wait a minute here. Uh, God still said that. You told that to my husband, and he said that to me also. When one hears it, because woman came from man, and uh, man comes through woman, obviously, you know, through. <laughs> They're at now, not for that one time, and the time when uh, Jesus came in to uh, put himself into, uh, basically he did, put himself into uh, Eve, uh, not by Joseph, but every other every other man or woman that came, came through the connection of men and men women, human men and women coming together, not men and men, not women and women, period, I'm standing to that one, that's not God's way, period. And I'm not curving for that with no one. You can put me to death. I just, what you gonna do? Just sending me home to be with my Lord and my Savior, and I won't have to deal with what's going on down here no more. I won't have to contend with the faith. I fought the faith. Um, fought for the faith of Jesus Christ. Oh, praise God on that one. Little praise you on that one. But uh, so no one's held harmless. I've even heard a very deceptive teaching where it originated from. We know it came from Satan because that's how deception originates. But who it chooses to come through, they didn't, they weren't actually praying correctly. They weren't praying to listen and to know God. Uh, well, actually, know God first, then to listen. Um, to think that, okay, everything is Adam's fault. That ain't even scriptural. So, whoever is believing that teaching, lay it down right now. Matter of fact, flush it down the toilet. Uh, flush several times to make sure it all goes down because that's not of God. There's no scriptural backup to that one. Not everything is man's fault. Not everything when we look into scripture, read the context and see. Because many times when God uses the term man, he's talking about humanity. Uh, and other times, yeah, there are times he is talking about us men. There's other times he's talking about women. And you think otherwise. If anybody thinks they're going to attack me, uh, to come against me with that, you know all well, and God knows all well. I will receive correction, but it's going to come through the Word of God. You're coming to me with out-of-contact scriptures or your opinion on interpretation. There's no private interpretation of scripture. It's going to come through scripture in the whole counsel of God, which means all the scripture from Genesis to Revelation. Uh, he was not held harmless. Adam, look at what Adam was chasing <laughs> Yeah, unofficially, he was chasing for not, you know, for being quiet, letting this, you know, letting Satan tempt them both like that. Uh, and Sam said, mm mm, that's what God said. We're going to stand by that. So, we, we don't need to eat off that tree. We're satisfied with all that. Matter of fact, I'm sure there was more than just four or five trees. It sounds like that garden was probably full of trees. Oh, if we look at the New Testament, babe, and, you know, that actually says trees bring fruit, each one different each month. It, According to its season, I don't fully understand that one. That's a, it's it's real, but it's figurative right now, because it ain't here yet. 
that earth, that heaven, and that heaven and earth's not here yet. That won't be until this earth is completely gone, done away with. But I know for a fact that heaven and that earth will have no unbelievers. They will only be those that love the Lord, thy God, with all our, with all our hearts. If you're rejecting them, you're trying to find another way, you won't be in there. But I pray, none of my friends and family, I pray none is in there, but we know there is going to be some in there. Adam was chasing for listening to his wife. God could have easily raised up another wife when we were told, like, you know, Job's wife need to be corrected <coughs> because she was going against God. She had obviously believed in God. Yeah, when things were going well, you know how wealthy Job was? Um, him and his wife were because he was righteous before God. But Adam, God obviously prompted Adam. That was clear in the scriptures for those that have eyes that he see and ears to hear. Um, but if you follow scripture all the way through from that Genesis 3 right to Revelation and then apply it towards today, look around. You can see Satan is still doing the same thing. He's taking what he put in order, which is not God's order. Look at all society. Look at governments. Look at workplaces. Look at uh, everything. Look what he's doing. Look at households. Look at families. Look what's raised up. Is it all man's fault because uh, we didn't do? No. Because we listen to one reason, so we believe. There are also scriptural, the unscriptural teaching that doesn't have support. It's saying, okay, does that mean man is the provider? He has to do everything? No, it's not even a scripture. There's one provider. It's God. Now, yes, he chooses. Yes, us men got to be the ones that's going to go out. He did send the men out to fight and you know, not the women out there. But if they first got married, uh, we can't read, they couldn't be part of uh the military, so to speak, for one year, scripture says it, you know, until a certain time. <coughs> so, we got to be very careful what we're, what we're thinking is scriptural is actually cultural. God does not, he did not change the gospel based on any particular cultural. That is a very strong, demonic, very satanic lie that is just snowballing for those that grew up in northern climate snowballing usually means you could start with a little when we used to make snow persons I'll be gender correct and I'll be politically correct I so hate that demonic word but I'll be that <laughs> I'm trying to be nice <laughs> I don't you know, so I don't intentionally offend anybody so I say snow person uh, when you're making a starch to make it properly you don't use man-made tools to black it. They're not supposed to be perfectly blacked. You start with a little snowball and you just keep rolling until it gets the size you want. Bigger, A bigger ball on the bottom, medium-sized one in the middle, and then a small one for the head. Unless you want them to stand on their head. That's creative, actually, if you do that. You may have an engineering skills. I'm not a something engineer. So I'm being funny. Uh, but, anywho's... Uh, it starts with that one. <sighs> okay, I'm being distracted now. Getting really tired. But it's the order. So, so the same gospel 
Jesus suffered and died for all. He said, well, I didn't come just for the whites. I didn't come just for blacks. I just didn't come to, you know, for the Hispanics. I didn't create a Hispanic gospel. I didn't create a uh, American gospel. I didn't create a uh, black gospel. I didn't create a white gospel. Those that believe such things need to fall on their face before God saying, Almighty God, I'm sorry, I repent. It's you that I'm, it's you yourself, revival needs to stop, is choosing, willingly choosing to believe in culture over Jesus Christ. There is no separation in God's eyes. We get to heaven, we're not going to see a white Jesus, a black Jesus, a Spanish Jesus. We're not going to see a Jesus that speaks just Spanish. So Jesus speaks just what is American? You know how many languages we have in this nation and since the beginning? The majority of this nation came from Europe. Hello! Different countries. Allegedly, my nationality comes from East German. Some came from Canada. Some came from France. We need to stop looking at that. We need to go back further. We're all, every single one of us, white, black, Asian, Hispanic, we're all descendants of Adam and Eve. We all came through that fleshly nature. Go back further than that. We all created from God in our mother's womb. That's reminded in what? Jeremiah. Paul even attested that in the New Testament that says, God called me from my mother's womb. Paul even said that. I think that was Ephesians. Maybe it's Galatians. I forgot. That's a test. Look it up. Let me know. Uh, but that same order. It happened the same time. Now, God, yeah, God told, uh, we'll go next to Abraham in Genesis chapter 16. God sent his angels, the angel, the angel of the Lord, to come down for two purposes. One was to deal with the sin over Sodom and Gomorrah, but on the way, they stopped to, I like that on the way. Uh, it was to a purpose, obviously. I like using that term on the way. It's kind of humorous, actually, when we think about it. A little foolish, but you know, we're, we're growing. We're growing in the Lord, so we use that term. It's not a bad term. You're not committing sin, so that's okay. Uh, when Adam and Eve, but he also stopped to encourage Adam, because uh, Adam was set on. They actually both both Adam and Sarah. They obviously were you know came to the point where they believe God is God, he existed, and he he is only their steps. Uh, Sarah fully knew that God was right. Uh, Ab her husband Abraham was righteous in God's eyes. Abram started out until God changed the name to Abraham. Uh, but and that was a satanic little inkling coming through the flesh when God's you know the angels of the Lord said to Abraham and to Sarah because she was an earsight, so he was speaking to both. To says this time next next year. Next season, I think it said year, um, we will return and you will have a son from the Lord. You know, because they were both, they were both old, seventy-five and something like. No, I think it was, I think Abraham, if I remember correctly, the Bible says I don't remember. I think he was like seventy-five, and Sarah was probably like forty or fifty, something like that. That's still childbearing age. But when they had the children, uh. When they conceived and had the child, eventually, but Satan came in and you know, tried to mess it up a little bit. He, he somehow she took her eyes off of God 
and put it and, and listen to Satan to say, well, we're both old, so maybe we're going to, uh, maybe God will bring it through Hagar. Abram again remained silent. He should have stood up, not listened to Sarah, says, mm -mm, that's not what they said. That's not what God said through the, through the uh, angel of the Lord. <laughs> he says it's going to come through us. Do we know how he's going to do it? No. To this day, do we still know it? He should have automatically said that. You know, what kind of condemnation, what kind of attacks by obeying the consequences that of obeying, of disobeying God and not believing him and allowing uh, Abraham to to go into Hagar. Those are now, I believe, the Ishmael's descendants are Islam, basically, that is going after the land and going after the people of Israel. They're defeated and they're going to be defeated. Uh, the Gagamega War, they're going to be defeated. Uh, right now, that's that Gagamega War, it's before that. They're going to be defeated then, too. Uh, but many of them are coming to Jesus, they're believing, oh, man, we're not going to go after our father. Uh, yeah. Allah, we're not going to go after that guy, we're going to go after the guy. Jesus. We, want, we want to know him, we want to believe in Jesus Christ. We know he's, we're not going to believe in Muhammad. Uh, and that's what we should do. They are coming to Jesus in record numbers because somebody stood up and proclaimed the gospel to him, the true gospel of Jesus Christ. But uh, side note, okay, sorry about that. But they brought so many consequences, and to this day, it's still, it's still in there. Has it come to fulfill it? But God is still protecting his people. Over, jump a little bit more forward uh, to show that both. Us men and women can make him kill, can not just hear Satan's temptation, but also listen to it. Obviously, scripture didn't really say, I've searched for this, but we know it must have. Moses was told to circumcise his boys, just I think before stepping into his calling to lead his pe to go and get his people and lead God's people out of his, uh, Egypt. Uh, but he wasn't doing it for whatever reason. I don't fully understand that yet. I've never, I've read it and studied it and I've looked and it just had not yet been given to me yet. Uh, but it was Zippor, his wife, that uh, stepped up. So obviously right there, that's confirmation to husbands and wives. God's maybe speaking to your husband to do something, but you as a wife are also because you're now one flesh one spirit, well, not one uh, one flesh, it says. Uh, <clears throat> I've also heard God's command in prayer. If, again, you're not unequally yoked, obviously, that's another whole ball of wax, another whole lesson, another whole warning, another whole contents. Um, you both heard it, so it's your place to pray for your husband and make sure he's going to obey God. If not, God will prompt you next to says. Go do it and then look at your husband and say, What are you doing? You were told that. Why did you do it? Out there, you know, don't argue, don't fight, don't get divorced. Just God, God allow you to correct him too. So husbands, your wife can still correct. Wives, if you're not hearing, if you're saying, Well, God spoke to him different, spoke to me different. Something's wrong. Satan's in the middle there. So somehow got in between you. You both need to repent. Not one, not both. One may just need to receive the correction. One say, oh, Lord, I let the flesh kick it. I let say, you know, just confess. Confess before Jesus Christ. 
He's there. He's our advocate. Go to him. It's simple, but it's going to be a hard battle. The saint's not going to want to come out from the middle. Once he gets in the middle, if we don't recognize he's in the middle, if y'all don't recognize he's in the middle, he's just going to go up deeper and deeper and deeper, and he's going to get become bigger and bigger. His voice is going to become louder. God's, and we don't know who he's looking at. He may be trying to go after Eve and husbands. What are you looking at? The lamb squeak in. Wives, what, what are you looking at? The lamb squeeze in between. God's got to remain Lord over both of you individually and as one over the marriage. You're not in charge of your marriage. Jesus Christ is. He's got to be Lord over that too. He's, then, first and foremost, he's got to be Lord and Savior over both of you individually. You both have a commandment from God. Nowhere in scripture, I think, do we see a husband and wife um, get called to two separate locations. That's confusion. That's division. He's not going to, God ain't going to come in and break up a marriage out there that he brought together. He's not going to break up a marriage between a husband and a wife out there. It's just, there's no way. There's nothing, no scriptural backing for it, except out of context scripture, and we know who's going to do in that. Go all the way forth. Look at the uh, astrophs. The astrophs is a meta, and I know I'm pronouncing that very well and properly, not even close. You can look at it as both in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. That's a, it's an idol. <clears throat> it's a statue of a female deity. Mm, we can, we have a, quite a bit of them in this nation too. We have one major one that was not, that was not given by God came in from France we may not be bowed down directly to it but we're worshipping it uh, those that have ears including me need to hear that there needs to be a correction in there yeah, yes and men are you ruling it's just like that don't mean there what is one ap very clear application that is being um, where you can apply that Satan is at work still in marriages and families out there is misusing first Corinthians chapter seven. It used to be called the marriage chapter or your love chapter or just it's like when God says husbands and wives are to come together except for a time of fasting and prayer, that is correct. We both have to spend individual time with God and together time of God and then corporately family time of God. Whether the kids are gonna receive Jesus Christ yet they have to make that choice individually. Fathers and mothers, you can't make that choice for a kid. You can't say, yeah, well, he's a believer because he read the Bible all day and he says he believes in Jesus. Did he believe in his heart? Did she believe in her heart? God's just not going to pick a man, a man or woman out there you know, and rule the reign over it. Um, some of the ways that God has allowed me to see clearly where Satan is trying to bring division for marriages by misusing that, okay, the husband fryer, he's got to provide a big house. He's got to provide enough. Uh, every child has to have his own room. That ain't even scripture. Um, and it's just like, why well, I said to me, husband and wife both have a call to work. They both have some kind of a call to work. It may not be the primary. It may not be, you know, yeah, the mother's, like I said, being more emotional end of it, hopefully. Um, 
or going out there but i've also witnessed this in secular households and it's flowed down into the church of god where okay yeah i think god's gonna give you that hundred thousand dollar job with that job costs a lot of travel you're never home satan wants the man out of that home out there so guess what he's gonna go after and raise up says you don't need that man no more he's never home you're not coming together for sex let's you what's a warning god says you're not coming together with intimacy sex basically had right that's basically what first corinthians is saying he's never home when he is home or he's going after your kids to keep them busy in sport and athletic video games hanging out with friends and not necessarily nothing wrong with that because god can witness to them through there uh but however it's keeping them so busy so they can't get along with god they can't open the scriptures it's keeping husbands so busy they can't open the scriptures i believe i have seen many men listen to the wives instead of listening to god to say okay i'll go out yep work that big job travel all the time out there as it's like but i've also witnessed some of them give sell their souls to satan so they can bring in that big paycheck so they can travel and give their wife all that money to do with it what she wants to have that big home to lead the kids astray to let the kids play sports whatever their athletic or talents forbid for me it's nothing i can't do nothing for sports i can't do nothing period i can't even work properly um uh, without jesus christ I've come to that one. I can't even practice the talent that God's given me on my own. Um, unless I surrender fully to Jesus Christ. No man, no woman can lead a house without Jesus Christ. Read the warning that God given. And I've yet to find that in scripture. Uh, even looking at commentaries, they didn't even find it in Isaiah, I think I said a misquote to somebody one time, but it's Isaiah, uh, what is it, Lord? Chapter 3, I guess, when he gets, was getting ready to chase him both Israel and then Judah, going to remove leaders. Uh, remove men and let sons, and I think it's verse 11, let kids will rule over you and women will rule over you. God removes that. He's going to let Satan have his way. He's going to say, okay, go ahead. Go with the weaker sex. Go with the uh, woman. Um, go with who you first, who you deceived first. And then use that deception to lead men into deception. Again, I don't fully know where this is going, but I know it applies very much to what we're seeing. It's a warning from God. We need to study it. We need to heed it. And we all need to... Listen to the Lord what he's trying to say. So again, are you falling into or have you are you falling into the same trap that Satan women, are you falling into the same trap that uh Satan first began in the garden in Genesis chapter three? Men, are you listening to your wives before you listen to God? Wives, are you listening to Satan or are you listening to God? Are you causing your husband to stumble in Ponder selling his soul, which is what Job's wife told him to do. I says, just curse God and die. Basically, she says, sell your soul to Satan and go to hell. Basically, that's exactly what I was saying. Thank God he was more godly out there. But God didn't take her out. So I have a feeling she received the correction saying, oops. Bible didn't say oops. 
That was my turn for maybe I heard of somebody. Um, children, are you causing your mothers to lead astray? Mothers, are you causing your children by setting a bad example? Lead astray. Husbands, are you causing your children to go astray? What's the order God set up? What's the order in your household? What's the order in churches? Churches of God, to rephrase. Uh, or clarification. I think clarification. Um, what's the order in the workplace? What's the order in society around you? What's the order in government? Is it God's order? Just all things to ponder. Lord, I pray for continued eyes to see and ears to hear what you are trying to say into that. Uh, we know everything is in your perfect timing and in perfect will. You are getting us ready to receive you. You are saving people, taking them out of, out from being of the world to being still in the world but not of the world. You are calling us, you have called us out to be holy as you are holy. You have called us to be separate as you are separate. You've called us to be your vessels of light. One version says to be lights, but as your servant John says, John the Baptist says, he is not the light, but he is a vessel of the light. He points to the light. You are the light, Lord Jesus Christ. May you shine brightly to us. If we're wearing, uh, if we put on a lamp shade, let us take it off. And let us not dim the, dim your light anymore. Let us shine forth, exposing every work of darkness so that people can come to repentance and to to seeing that you are Jesus Christ. You are Lord and Savior. You are alive. You're not dead. You were resurrected. You're sitting on the throne and you're coming again and you want to save them. You want to come in there and expound your love to them and transform them into his image. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Love you all.